It's been a minute. It's been a minute. (laughs) (laughs) Like, uh, sorry, I'm going to introduce my guest. He's uh, one of my favorite people. He's amazing. Uh, He's a great guy. And uh, I'm just going to say his name. Birdie, everybody. Hello. Welcome, Birdie, to the podcast. (laughs) How do you feel? I feel good. You feel good? Yeah. Yeah. So, good. (laughs) Okay. Oh, you feel good. Uh, so what you been up to? Um, nothing much. Nothing much. Just working and stuff and living life and grooving. Uh, that's about it. I have no life. You have no life. No okay. life. Well, these people don't know us. Uh, well, they know me. This uh, is my, I hope they know me. <laughs> <laughs> Who's that guy? Yeah, I've never heard this man before in my life. Right? <laughs> uh, they know me, but they don't know you. So where did you grow up? Um, I grew up in Silsby, Texas. Um, it's... Like ten minutes outside of Beaumont, two hours away from here. Okay. So, and yeah. how'd you get to Houston? Um, I left there going to college in Lufkin and Nacogdoches, and from there to Portland. And uh, my dad got sick, and I didn't want to live in a small town, so I came to Houston instead. Sorry to hear that. Uh, oh no, he's fine. He's okay. fine. He's bionic. Like <laughs> this dude does not die. He's a robot. Yeah. 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 No, he's serious. Seriously. Yeah. yeah. Well, Oh, but uh, yeah, that's how I um, I came here. So I've been here for 16 years now, and it's home. So I'm home. That's awesome. You love Houston? I love Houston. It's one of the better cities that I've lived in. What other so, cities have you lived in? Um, I lived in Portland. I lived in L.A. for a brief moment. Um, Lufkin, Midland. Uh, let's see, where else? I think that might be it. I want to say there was more. But out of that all could have those, been just like travel. Um, out of all those, Houston, yeah, was the one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what do you like about like what about the city? Is it the people? Is it the architecture? Like what? What about Houston? It's all like? that. Um, Houston is very diverse. Um, you can eat whatever type of food you want. Oh, you can find like, anything. Yeah, Mexican, Asian, Russian. Well, not oh. Russian right now, but... Oh, Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Lord. You can find pretty much anything here. Vietnamese. Yes. Yeah. There's a big Vietnamese community, and their food's amazing. Yeah. So, and like, in the Southwest, I grew up... Uh, my best friends growing up were Vietnamese, and like I, I was introduced to the food, the culture, and everything, and I was like, God damn, this is amazing. Yeah. Hell yeah. I forgot that. Yeah. It's all about community. Yeah, 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 like for family, sure. family, everybody helping each other out. I love it. It's like we're Mexican, same thing. Yeah. It's about community. Hell yeah. Nice. Very nice. Yeah. Yeah, I forgot that you had, because you told me this story before, that you had a friend that I, was with me, and yeah. you guys were like brothers. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, my best yeah. friend. I don't want to say his name, because I'm pretty sure he doesn't want her on here, so. Right. But, yeah. That's cool. Yeah. I even uh, another one of my friends, uh, he's he's Vietnamese, and we started a podcast together. It's called High Cabrones. Yeah. Like High means. Wait, wait, wait. I just remember something. Didn't you tell me he showed you how to make pho, like the broth for it? Uh, he didn't show me. No, I don't think. No. Okay. Because someone he showed me how to make a, a certain type of dish, but it wasn't pho. Okay. okay. Yeah. Someone was saying they know how to make pho, and I'm trying to remember. No, it's not me. <laughs> But yeah, like uh, we did hi cabrones, and hi means hello in Vietnamese, and then cabrones means like whatever it is, an idiot, dumbass, whatever. And it was a cool podcast. I had like uh, Brad Gray and Patrick Eady on it. 
Okay, nice. Yeah, it was it was it was cool. It was a cool for a minute, and we did some episodes together. But then, like, he just didn't want to do it anymore because he he wasn't in the world of comedy. Like, he didn't do stand up. He was just he was just a funny dude. Yeah, you know, and he's always been funny to me. Honestly, he was in our group. He was the funniest. Yeah, and like I wasn't I, honestly, I wasn't the funny one in the group, which is crazy. I was like one of the least funny ones. Yeah, and I just kept trying to trying to crack jokes and stuff like that, but I would never make him laugh. So they were like kind of confused when I told them I was doing stand up. They were like, "But you're not funny, though." And I was just like, oh, "Shit, you might be right." <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I mean, yeah. but like I did it either way. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. No, because like I used to crack jokes all the time with my family, but they were like really dark jokes. Yeah, I like, like dark jokes. I love dark jokes. Like uh, well thought out jokes. Well thought out for sure. Because yeah. like, George Carlin was the first ever comedian I was introduced to. Okay, nice. Like, we're talking Very about nice. like well yeah. thought out. Uh, great performance and stuff like that sometimes very dark and real and honest yeah like that's the type of comedy that I like the most it's yeah. like honest raw and like it says something about the world or yourself or it has a certain message and stuff like that and gets people to think about like what's really going on because I feel like people don't really think anymore nowadays yeah you're just basically like regurgitating everything that you see yeah. and just spewing it as your own yeah that's, that's the biggest thing that I've seen from other people like you, they read a headline no, that's all they do. They don't read the article. They'll just read the headline. It's like, well, uh, Russia's doing this, this, and that. And it's like, okay, how do you know that? Well, I read it in an article. Did you read the whole thing? I read the headline. Uh, and then you get you you have to call people on their bullshit yeah, sometimes. Uh, that's the crazy thing because like I feel like we're not we don't call each other out on our bullshit that yeah, often. Yeah. Like, exactly. Yeah. Some people uh, don't get challenged enough. Yeah. That's probably because some people would just be really offended. If you did, you can't be sensitive. Yeah, you can't be sensitive. You can't be sensitive. That's sensitive. my problem. Like I just say whatever comes to my mind, and then sometimes I'm just like, yeah, I should probably not say that. But I should, that's why I, should I like have you. a better approach than just blurting out something. That's why yeah. I like you so uh, much because you say it like it is. Uh, like you, you don't mince words. You just tell the person exactly what's going on. Uh, uh, and I like doing that too. I'm like, I'm gonna be straightforward with you. No matter what. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I don't like fake people. Yeah, for sure. It's still always been me. And that's why I'm yeah. not good at comedy, everybody, because I'm not fake. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's just how it is. It's like it's true, because you, you got to network. Networking is a big thing. Like, it's not even with comedy. It's with, in a job yeah. or, like, at school or this or that. You got to be able to connect with people. Yeah. Like, are you good at networking? I am great at networking. It's my strongest suit. See? So yeah, and like, it happens so fucking often, and stuff. And I love connecting people, and stuff to where they can benefit and like, grow mm-hmm. and stuff. So I like I'm always on a constant mission to be loving and compassionate to everyone, and um, I hit it at a different angle than most people do because they're not in tune with such stuff. So, um, I know a lot of fucking people and like, we all know each other. So I like to like mix different groups of people and see what happens. And like, well, that phrase right there, I know a lot of people. I think that's, that's a tough thing to say. I feel like more people know you. No, I know, I know them. I know a lot of people from my last 20 years of 22 years now of being out of high school. I've met. Vast varieties of 
people mm-hmm. and stuff. And this is just like me traveling. I would just get up and travel by myself. And you would just talk to people wherever. And just talk to people. And like this is in other countries. This is in here, states and stuff like that. What's, what's like, the craziest place you met a person like that you, it just came out of nowhere? An interaction? I don't think I've ever had like anything that's like crazy, crazy. Um, boop, 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 boop. I hadn't had any crazy inter- um, actions. Like, what kind of crazy are you talking about? Any type of crazy. Like, like dumb fun crazy? crazy yeah, or, fun crazy. Right, I hadn't had any dangerous crazy. I have had fun crazy. Um, I don't know. Um, Haystack is a beach that is in Oregon. Mm-hmm. And, like, it's the um, beach where the Goonies is. Oh, where they filmed it? Yeah, yeah, okay. with the stone and, or the rock coming up out of the ocean. So, um, me and my friend Brendan, oh, actually, Brendan fucking Paulette, I'll back up. So, Brendan Paulette, um, Paulette dad owned it, owned a um, steel company, and he was just this little rich asshole. <laughs> he was such a fucking asshole. Everybody fucking hated him. Um, but he was cool as fuck. He was just, you know, like, um, when you super rich yeah people just give you shit all the time yeah so you just become an asshole just to be an asshole because you're bored of people being like because he grew up his whole life like that yeah he was given everything yeah nobody ever told him no no yeah no and um so he was just an asshole but he was cool with the people that were cool and he was really good at like seeing people and figuring out who they were right on the spot and stuff and like I don't know. So, um, with that being said, we decided to leave the small town that we went to college in to drive over to Oregon for spring break. Um, we were supposed to go for like a week. Ended up living there for two years. No kidding. Yeah. Uh, so, that's like um, one of the craziest things um, that I can think of off bat. So, uh, okay. Uh, so we partied all the fucking time. Really? Yeah. Like, what'd y'all do? Uh, we just go out and dance, drink, go everywhere. So, um, I don't know. It was cool. We partied a lot, like, as far as, like, drinking party, too, but just, like, partied in life. Like, we just do crazy-ass shit. <laughs> That's awesome. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. It sounds like a fun time. Yeah, it was great. I was, like, 18. 18 you were just living your life yeah I would just get up and go anytime I wanted to go anywhere I'd be like you know what I want to go over there I miss that freedom yeah me too like I was poor (laughs) like fucking I was in college but you were happy yeah 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 yeah. like I was in college so all the monies that I had like I just focused on like traveling like that's the only thing that I I focus on like yeah I don't know. Um, so I would just like travel every six months. I would just go somewhere, and I did. Or that. like, what's the, what's your favorite place you went to outside of the U.S.? Outside of the U.S., um, maybe Belgium. Ooh, Belgium! Really? How was that? Uh, it was amazing. It was amazing. Like it was super amazing. So um, over there are the pictures of um, Belgium, and it was Antwerp. And what was it called? Antwerp. Antwerp. Yeah. Okay. So um, I started second 
guy that I ever dated uh, was CEO of a company. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, down, the that's downtown here. Okay, who was the first guy? Um, the first guy um, um, does rice um, security system, like their um, internet security and da da da. He, like, he, he writes codes and stuff for mm-hmm. rice. Mm-hmm. So. Um, that was a really crazy story. Great guy. We're still friends. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Most people don't know. Uh, you want to tell them, Bertie? I think I'm gay. <laughs> We're just figuring it out right now yeah, in this yeah, podcast. Yeah. I'm coming out of the closet. <laughs> this is the official one. Yeah. Hey, here I am. I told my I parents. I in sparkles. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, like, uh, you went from... The guy who work who works does code for Rice to a freaking CEO. Yeah, it's crazy. How was yeah? Oh, back then when I had it together, I only dated quality. Oh yeah, (laughs) only the best (laughs) for me, (laughs) right? (laughs) But um, CEO or nothing now, (laughs) right? Right? (laughs) Exactly. If you can't advance my career, I don't want it. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit, man! That's funny. So um, yeah, but no, he was he was great. And stuff, I fucked it up. How? I fucked that situation. How'd you fuck, fuck it, up? it up? How? So um, he would come here to the states, and he'll be here for six months, and go back to Antwerp and stuff. So um, for some reason, I felt like he was like lying to me. Mm-hmm. So I started. I I'm too lazy. I don't freaking like look up people's information and stuff like that. So, um, I saw that he had a husband. <gasps> yes. What? Yes. So, uh, you were the side dude. Oh yeah. I was totally the side. dude. <laughs> oh yes. Like, yeah. It was me. Yeah. yeah it was telling me hi. Oh, um, God. but, um, I just asked him about it and he was so blunt. He was like, yeah. <laughs> he was like, yeah. Yes, what about you? I hate I was just like, yes, yes, uh, stop sounding sexy and <laughs> fucking me. That's like the wrong time, you piece of shit. Um, so, but yeah, no, what, no. Would he buy you stuff? Oh, dude, like he paid my rent for years. <laughs> you were a sugar baby. Uh, I, was a, I was a sugar tart. <laughs> to that joke uh, yeah Joe <laughs> but um, yeah yeah he was um, he was great and he would always take me places and stuff and different experiences and stuff uh-huh. and I'm done with this guy I would say I don't want to talk about it anymore. I'm about to cry <laughs> what was the what was the most expensive thing he bought you uh, I think he bought me a car once yeah no, no 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 I bought the car was he it, just gave me it? the money <laughs> Was it a BMW? No, 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 no. It was the uh, um, Nissan Altima Coupe. Oh shit! <laughs> it was it was red and it was the SC. The only SC. the best for me. Oh I'll yeah, only the, the best. But I, I was, ride in a Nissan. Goddamn it! Yeah, I'm the side piece. You can't buy me a Mercedes right off the bat. <laughs> oh, so funny. That was crazy, man. Who did you date after that? So. After oh no we're not going to you know that one uh, oh yeah we can't talk about that yeah yeah so I've been single since then for two years now how do you feel 
I feel amazing. I feel fucking amazing. Are you getting back out there in the dating scene? Are you trying to find somebody special? Like, what's going on? Are you I'm just trying to you? find a good situationship. I don't want to call it dating. I don't want to see you most of the time, but when the situation happens. Okay. Uh, so you're looking for uh, entanglement. Yeah, but it has to be. <laughs> I feel like this is like an ad. <laughs> like, Bird is fucking single. Like, you need to get him fucking off the wall. That was my plan the whole time. Right, right, right. Now I'm back with Chuck Rooley. <laughs> fucking two and two. If you're a CEO. I've grown from these sons now. And you want to get Bird in this Hit him up. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> That would be some crazy shit if you get a Nissan from this. Right, right, right. You see me. And I'm like pulling up. I'm just oh, like, hey, buddy. Joe, beep, beep. Oh, that's a nice car. What is it? A Nissan? Oh, shit. <laughs> right, right. It's an SE. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I mean, I like, I like relationships. I like them, too. No, when they're in their own I'm house. Like, I'm, I'm going to be completely honest. I've talked to women for a minute, but I've never been in a relationship. Like yeah. a, a legit relationship. Oh, I've never been in one. Much. It's, uh, I'm missing uh, a lot. Oh, yeah. You should I'm, at least do it once. I should do it just one yeah, time. At yeah. least once. Yeah, it's like uh, cocaine. Just uh, one. Uh, just uh, once. Uh, don't do coke. Coke's awful. I hate coke. Yes, yeah, so we, we don't. Uh, not that I don't condone it. Do it if you like it. But we I do not coke- condone the use of drugs and alcohol on this podcast. Uh, no, it's not. These are not beer cans on the table. Those are dildos. Those are dildos. <laughs> I just love uh, this this visual right here of just like two dildos on each side, just facing oh, yeah. each other. Just, oh, yeah. oh, yeah. We're okay, a lone so, in the middle. I feel like we which need one? A... Which one's Ukraine? Which one is Russia? This is Russia. Oh, shit. So that's Ukraine. Hey. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay, I see it. The Red Square. Putin? Yeah. Fucking, what was the other guy's name? Jelinski? <laughs> I don't know. Oh, God. I need to pay attention more. Yeah, I need that, to read more, too. Yeah. I like all I hear, like, we talked, I said this earlier. It's like just the headlines. And I, the president of Ukraine. Yeah, that guy. Did you know he was, excuse me. Did you know he was an actor? He was an actor? He was a Ukrainian actor and stuff. And... There's this one video that's like circulating of him and like leotards, like dancing and being very philically and stuff. And what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's hilarious. It's oh fucking hilarious. Well, at least they didn't do blackface. Uh, another guy. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they probably did. They are in Europe. They still have black peats. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't know, dating, dating, dating is a weird thing for me. I, I want to get on dates. I, I, I guess this counts as like dating. I dated a girl for like two weeks. Oh, that that's, hey, that's a relationship. That's the, oh, man, it was weird. It was in college, right? And this is when I was going to uh, U of H, and I met this girl in a Spanish class, and she was cool. I vibed with her, and we started talking for a minute. Then, the next thing I know, we're texting each other, and then, and she's like, "Hey, I've been telling everybody you're my boyfriend," and I was like, "I was like, oh shit." <laughs> Well, I've been telling everybody you're my girlfriend. And she's like, well, is this a thing? And I was like, yeah, I guess so. And then I fucked it up. I fucked it up really bad because uh, I I was going through some personal stuff, like my mom and my dad and all this stuff. And I didn't want her to see that situation or even know about it. So I was just like, I, I took her to the side one day. We were sitting outside on a bench. And I just told her, I was like, yeah, I can't do this anymore. Oh, the wow. following week after that, I'm walking outside, and I see her across the street from me. 
like right across the street, and she's staring at me, and then she starts crying. Oh, like that's fucking sad. Crying out loud, like bawling, right? And I look at her, and I'm like, oh well, and I just walk to my car. What an asshole! (laughs) No, I couldn't deal. Look, it's not that I was a dick. Okay, I just couldn't deal with the situation. Yeah, I was just like, I don't want to be in this. Oh, did you like her? She was pretty cool. Yeah. Oh, I keep looking her up on Facebook every other week. Like her life. <laughs> like it was like, oh, she's doing better now. <laughs> like, is, she, is, it, is everything good? It's like I'm ch- like a grandma checking up on her oh, grand- grandbabies. <laughs> right. She's like, okay, what, what, what? She's got a new job. All right, cool. That's right. great. That's awesome. Oh, she's got, a, she's got a husband now. Oh, that's awesome. Cool. Like she's doing great. And then I look at mine and I'm like, oh, I'm still doing the same shit. Okay, cool. <laughs> so that's karma. Yeah. That's karma. <laughs> or whatever you, what it is, serendipity, whatever. Uh-huh. The thing is, like, during that time, I wasn't having sex either. So I didn't I didn't have sex until I was, like, 25. Yeah. Okay. And the first right. time I had sex was, like, the one of the most terrible experiences I've ever had. I uh, feel like, but I feel like when you're a virgin. Wait, you were 25 when we met? I was, like, 24. 24? I was 25, yeah. I was 25 when we met. Yeah. I didn't wow. lose my virginity until, like, a year around a year yeah. around after you're so young <sighs> no nah, i was too old that's the thing i should have i should have fucked a long time ago <laughs> i'm sorry uh huh? i should have had sexual relations with someone who i cared about a long time ago don't feel bad it was i a did it thing. at um 27 oh no shit oh. that's weird <laughs> that's no wow. coincidence wow. like the crazy thing about it is like i was uh i did something stupid so I was uh, at the bar, and I was chilling with uh, Drew Hallway, our previous guest, and uh, we were talking, having a conversation, and I it slipped out of my mind, out of my mouth that I was a virgin, right? And then he was just like, "Hey, we're gonna make a bet." I was like, "Okay, what what kind of bet?" He was like, "Okay, either you have sex by the end of the year, or you quit comedy." And my dumbass took that shit to heart. Like I was just like, "Oh, I can't quit comedy, so I got to get laid now." The following week, the following week after that, I'm at the bar. I'm just chilling. I'm not drinking. I'm just talking to some people, just trying to chill out, right? This lady, this girl shows up, right? She sits down. And this is when, uh, so, yeah, this is when the, another bartender was working there, a different bartender than you. And the, the so she was talking to bartenders. They get into an argument, right? And I'm just sitting there, and I'm just like, well, I'm going to talk to her. Fuck it. Boom. I'm having a conversation with her, and the bartender was my friend. So all of a sudden, I'm having a conversation, then he just hands me a beer. And I'm just like, what the fuck is Why, why are you handing me? Oh, shit. That's when I realized what was happening. That's when I realized wow. the situation at hand, right? So I was like, oh, shit. Well, boom. Drank it, right? So we started talking some more. He hands me another beer. Boom, boom, boom. We start, I'm like, hey, uh she so goes to the about to fuck a dude. Like, he was huh? you fucked up. No, 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 no. Wait, who's giving, you, who's giving you the beers? The bartender. Oh, okay, okay. Bartender's giving me the beers. So then uh, she goes to the bathroom, and I go to uh, Brad Gray God. and the bartender, and they're talking, and I'm like, hey, guys, I think I have a chance at, like, getting with this girl. What should I do? The bartender suggests, why don't you take her to the green room? So okay. this this was in the club. This was in the club. So I take her to the green room. We start talking. Then we start making out. And let me just grab this girl. Okay. She was uh, a five foot seven, five foot eight, 
over 350 pounds, blonde, white girl. It was a crazy thing. So we start making out. Then I'm like, fuck it, I'm going to ask her. And I go, hey, do you want to get out of here? And she's like, finish your drink. So I was like, what? She's like, finish your drink. So to points of my drink. Did she root for you? Don't get ahead of me, Birdie. I'm telling you. I'm telling you this story. All right. So I'm uh, I, I drink my drink, right? And I'm like, all right, cool. You ready to go? And then she's like, finish your drink while handing me her drink. So I'm just like, okay, that's kind of weird, but whatever. I drink it. So we were just drinking beer at that time. Yeah. So we're out. We're going outside, right? And we're holding hands. And I feel like the biggest guy, right? Then like. Big man on campus. I'm like, yeah, I'm going out with the girl. Like, I got da, da, da. And the guys are just laughing. But at the bar, they're just cracking up so hard because they know who I'm going home with, right? Yeah. They can see it. So we go outside, right? And we're going to my car. And she lets go of my hand. And I'm like, wait, what's wrong? Are you okay? And she's like, you're not going to murder me, are you? I was like, what? She's like, you're not going to kill me. You're not like that's some weird guy or something. And I was like, no. She's like, well, okay, uh, let's go back to your place. And I was like, I was living with my dad. God. And I didn't want to go back to his place because I didn't want to, like, him to hear anything. So I was like, oh, we can't go. She's like, why? And I was like, oh, I'm getting construction done. I'm getting construction done yeah. at my place. So, like, the floors are getting done. I can't I can't go right now. Yeah. She's like, I guess it's kind of weird. And I was like, uh, you want to go to another bar? And she's like, yeah, okay, let's go. So we go to Neil's bar. And this is where I fucked up. Uh, I was drinking beer at the club. I started ordering whiskey, Coke, Oof. whiskey and Cokes, right? So we're sitting there, we're drinking, having a good time, making out again, you know? And then all of a sudden she's like, okay. She gives me the address to her place. And I'm like, cool, you ready to go? She's like, finish your drink. Boom, chugged it, right? And I'm like, okay, let's go. She's like, finish your drink. She hands me her drink again. So I drink it. I get in the car. We go to her place. And... I go with her upstairs, you know, and she we go inside her bedroom. It's like it's a it's a single apartment, a single one bedroom apartment, and like there's a light on, and it has a background of like it's a fish tank background, and then she goes in. The, she's like, "Hey, I'm gonna go get uh, ready." So she goes to the bathroom, and then I'm just sitting there like, oh, "Shit, what do I do?" So I was like, fuck it, I'm just going to take off my clothes. I start taking my pants off, my underwear off, and stuff like that. This is the first time I'm naked in another person's apartment. This wow. is the weirdest feeling ever. Yeah. And it's like, I was just like, what the fuck is going on right now? So she comes back out. She's naked. And we start making out again. She gets on the bed. I'm on top of her. We're making out. Da, da, da. Then she grabs the top of my head and starts pushing me down. Oof. So I knew what she was insinuating. Yeah. It's like oral sex. Yeah. I was like, I've seen a lot of porn. <laughs> I could do this. So I start going down, but then like the further down I go, I start to smell a certain smell. I was like, what the fuck is that? And then I keep going lower. I was like, oh shit, it's getting worse. I was like, oh. And the moment my nose rubs your clit, I was like, oh shit, that's the fucking smell. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? Does it always smell like this? Uh, and then... Uh, I just went down on her because I'm a fucking soldier. Oh, <laughs> I did. I went in there, man. I was just like going at it. I was just like, I got to do my thing. I was like, I can't. I'm not going to get this. I just. Uh, oh, my God. I was like, this is not. I'm not going to get another chance like this again. So fuck it. Just go in. And I go and I'm doing my thing. 
and then, uh, then she tells me to get up, and she tells me to put it in, and I go and put it in. I was like, this is the weirdest sensation I've ever had in my life. It was like crazy. I was like, I was so nervous. I couldn't, I couldn't perform well because like I was just like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. Me being drunk, me being in this situation, and I forgot to bring the condoms from my car. Uh, so this gets worse. Oh yeah, it's gonna get worse. Uh, so I'm, I'm, we're going at it. We're having sex, and I can't finish. So I fake an orgasm. I was just like, ah, okay, cool. I got it. You got whiskey dick. Oh man, yeah. But also, she was sucking on my balls, and it hurt a lot. Uh, she's like, I'm hungry. No, no, no. She was, it was like a vacuum. She was like pulling. Oh, my God, dude. That's it would, kinky. It hurt. It hurt a lot. I was like, is this what it feels like for guys? This is the worst feeling ever. <laughs> no, I can't. I, I need it. <laughs> <laughs> I can't live without it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so I fake it, and I leave. And, the, and, like, she walks me out the door. She kisses me, and then she closes the door, and I'm walking out going she's like. like, sucker. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? Yo, it felt like I got... And I was like, damn, now I know how women feel. You know? <laughs> Joe was used. Yeah, but that that was the thing. Like, that happened. And that's the first time I had sex. And I was uh, just like, well, what the fuck is this? Is this how it feels? Like, I thought it was supposed to be like a... A magical moment. Like, where you okay. love the other person and uh, you want to give them your being. I don't think and people have sex like that anymore. That's like something they did like a million years ago. God damn it. You're trying to fucking love somebody. No, I should. I'm just joking. I shouldn't be loving these hoes. Jesus, she found the streets, and then I smelled like the streets. <laughs> right, you smell like the sewer. Like, so how long were you in it? What do you mean? Like eating it, eating with it with that smell going on. Five minutes. Oof, dude, I don't give a fuck, man. Oh my, oh my god. Okay, uh, this is time. a message to all the women out there. Doesn't with matter how bad it smells. Skank. I will Fizz. eat. Well, that yes disgusting <laughs> dude fucking disgusting because uh, i'm a man uh, men don't complain uh, men do a job no not like on that men get down and dirty not that way like uh, who's trying to eat sourdough like fucking, it was a little yeasty i'm not gonna yeah, lie yeah 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 no yeah, well, I'm a part like, of the gay community and people eat ass. I don't eat like ass. When I was in like, there, so. I could feel bread rising, you know? Oh, my God. <laughs> Joe the Baker. <laughs> That's not, I was not using that one. Right? Yeah. Joe the Baker. Joe the Baker, baby. Uh, oh, yeah. Are you trying to roll some dough? Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Man, I wish I could say some ridiculous ass shit. Yeah, like on stage? It. No, I can't say ridiculous. I like What I want to do is I want to get so comfortable on stage that I can actually... Be myself off stage. I just want to go to a girl and just be like, "Damn, you take a dump with that plump." Wow. <laughs> hey, that gets them. That's so weird, though. Wow. You can't say that to a person. No, you cannot say that to anyone. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's very that's not like, okay. I wish you could say that. It's <laughs> very not okay. It's not okay, yeah, yeah, and I don't do it. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. sometimes I wish I could say some ridiculous ass shit. Yeah, uh, uh-huh. get away with it. Uh, well. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I know. Yeah. I'm, a, I'm a weird guy. Nah. Every, always, everybody's I'm, fucking weird. Oh, man. I'm always I'm always doing stupid shit all the time, saying oh. dumb shit. Man, uh, do you get weird moments yourself? Like in Oh, your shit. Life? Every fucking day. I'm having one right now. <laughs> 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 Everything about this is weird. Right, right, right. But, um, yeah, I get weird all the time, especially if I smoke pot. Yeah, me too. 
I get really weird. Uh, I, I just get really <laughs> quiet and just like, uh. I had a uh, podcast with Jeff. I did an episode with Jeff Joe, and we got really, really high beforehand, yeah. right? And then I started talking out loud and saying dumb shit that I, I didn't think before I said it. And then there was this painting, and I was just like, uh, damn, dude, that's a cool painting. Who is that little Kiki? He fucking looks at me with the fucked up face going like, that's Nipsey Hustle, man. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, I fucked up. <laughs> and then I started saying stupid shit like that. I was uh, like, why, uh, why am I just saying this shit out loud? Yeah, yeah. Embarrassing myself. Yeah. It was crazy. Southside. <laughs> South huh? Southside. Yeah. <laughs> Southside. South South side, yeah. South side, the South, South side. side. So I can yeah. make a ride. South, South side, South side, yeah. <laughs> oh, so, man. Jesus. I'm a, I'm a dumbass sometimes. Right. You know yeah, me. I, I say stupid shit all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, that's why we're friends. Yeah, that's what friends are for. Yeah. So. Oh no. <laughs> It just turned into karaoke and you weren't ready for it. You're like, <laughs> you're like this bitch is singing? Like, who just talking? Like, why are you singing? It happens. Show tunes. Show tunes. Life is a show tune. You want to turn this into show tunes? Yeah, I'm just saying life We're is a show tune. We're doing a show. We're doing a show. We're doing a show. That I don't know. That was <laughs> awful. I just felt like the WB frog for a second and I didn't not like how that felt. Do 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 be Yeah, no, no, no. Hate it. I hated that frog too. Uh, He's uh, such an asshole frog. Yeah, he was an asshole frog. He was too happy. Oh yeah. You could tell he was a Republican. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah of course. He was, uh, uh, well, the origin of it, I will not go into. But uh, <laughs> what do you mean? Go into it. No. no, 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 no. Uh, so the origin of the WD frog is. Ah, the no, Warner true. Brothers frog. The Warner Brothers frog. Yeah. Um, so, um, I just had a brain fart. Um, ministers, what was it called? Like um, when white people, um, it's blackface, but there's a name for it. When they would like paint themselves as like black people and like do shows blackface. and stuff. Yeah, it's blackface, but there's an, Oh, there's an actual word for yeah, it. Yeah, no, I don't um, know, yeah. It's not menstrual, is it? I don't know. I can't think of it offhand. But anyway, so that's where that frog stems from. And the... So a caricature, a caricature of a black person. Yes. Ah. So from like the cartoons and stuff that they would draw back in that time and stuff like that just transformed into that frog. No, it's it's, it's hard. It's hard out here now, especially with like PC culture, because you don't want to seem like you're against a certain race or sex or whatever. Uh, like, uh, have you ever been discriminated against? Um, not to my knowledge. I ignore everybody. So um, they may have done it. Um, but no, like seriously, um, no, I have not and stuff in neither way that I'm like aware of. I'm sure it probably happened, but I sit on a cloud and I don't give a fuck. So, um, it's not even on your radar. No, not at all. Like not at all. I have no time to fucking stop for bullshit. <laughs> like why? <laughs> yeah. I like that. 
God. Like, no, seriously. Like, that's just the way I believe. Like, if someone feels a certain type of way, okay. What the fuck that has to do with me? Nothing. Because so, here's the thing, it's not really about you. Yeah, no, no. Like, everyone's different and stuff like that, and this is the way I've always believed in. The way my parents have always taught me is everything's different. Everyone's different and stuff. And, like, my dad would use the scenario of, like, Star Trek, and he's like, think of, like, Earth as, like, Star Trek. We're all aliens and stuff, and you have the Klingons and da-da-da and da-da-da. And, like... um the fact of Star Trek, there's a mixed variety of like beings and stuff. So that's the way that I mm-hmm. see people. We're all different. We're small. We're big. We're black. We're white. We're Asian. We're whatever. Like I don't know. It's just I enjoy everybody, and I want to like experience everyone's culture. I'm the same way. Yeah, I am the same way. I like to experience new things, new cultures, new people. But the one thing I don't like is when somebody tries to put another person in a certain category. What does that have to do with you? No, I'm saying, like, this shouldn't even be a thing, putting someone in a category. Oh, yeah, you're just talking about, like, the... But that's human nature and stuff, and especially... Yeah, um, yeah, that's true. When you run with only a certain group of people and stuff, and you meet something that's outside your group of persons and stuff, and you actually take time to investigate, have an adventure... Is the only way that you see things different because if you're hanging out with the same type of people all the time, you only have that same mindset. Exactly. Like, I don't know. Um, that was something that my parents instilled in me. Like, they were always like sending us somewhere to like fucking have a different experience and experience people. So, okay. Uh, yeah. So, like, I've met so many people and so many varieties of people. And stuff and different personalities and stuff like that. So I don't know. I just think about life as an adventure. I'm only observing my life and stuff, and I'll add what I need to add to it to sustain it. But mm-hmm. I'm just sitting back and watching everything. That's only thing. Okay, I like that. No, yeah. I, I totally do. You just accept everybody who for who they are. Yeah, yeah. at that moment, and I feel like you should do uh, that. And that's the bad people, and that's the good people. Because there's lessons to be learned in both and stuff. So it's a good gauge for yourself. And if you can even out situations and stuff with just like positives and stuff that normally get. What's your take on second chances for somebody who's fucked up or messed up with you? Um, I believe in giving people chances and stuff. But the thing about it is I, I, if someone fucks up already see it before it fucking comes mm-hmm. <laughs> like I'm not like blindsided my problem is is that like I like to like give the people be loving the people and stuff like that and with being like that I get a lot of people that attract to me and like with that happening I've been able to read people before they even fucking talk to me and stuff because I've met so many people and I've met so many um personalities and stuff so mm-hmm. i can just pick up on stuff like really quick like off the bat you can generalize pretty much right and it's very true it's not about what someone's saying it's about how they make you feel so i go by vibes like if i get like oh my god i can't like i won't talk to that person mm-hmm. but like i don't know i'm only working on vibes I sound like I'm on mushrooms. (laughs) 
I am not. <laughs> I am like this all the time. I really am, which is it's good, crazy. Bro. Yeah, I yeah, like, yeah, I like yeah. This conversation. Yeah. You're talking about something real. Oh. You're talking about how how the person makes you feel. Like, and I think that's very important. That's why we vibe off yeah. each other very well yeah. because I feel off like I'm back. the same way. Yeah. Like oh. real recognize real. real. Hey, say it again. <laughs> real recognize real. You're already. <laughs> but uh, there aren't that many people that I vibe with like that. Yeah, it's not everybody. But do you give yourself space to vibe with someone? Because yes, what, yes, I always give them a chance. Okay, but how are you giving them a chance? Are you giving them a chance in the way of what you think about a chance would be? Because if you're no. gonna if you're gonna take time to give somebody a chance, you need to think around the whole situation of it and put yourself in their mind and stuff like that, and then add what you can add. To your limits of what your limits are and stuff as second chances because we're teaching people how to treat us. The way the way I do it is I'll give you what you give me. Uh-huh. And that's how I try to treat everybody. Like, okay, whatever infliction of voice or attitude or whatever you're giving me at this moment, I'll take it at face value because this is who you are in front of me. It's really hard to make a good first impression. And is it? It's so. the, uh, having a good first impression is very important. Oh, it's very you important. You stay in a lot of people's minds at oh. that moment. No matter what else you do, that's what they're going to remember, that first impression. Yeah. And like I feel like I mess up a lot of first impressions of a lot of people all the time. That's probably why I uh in comedy, like I've messed up a lot of first impressions and it's really hard to break that like I'll, I'll say this right now. I was horrible when I first started, right? Right. And I kept putting myself in positions where people could see me. So, and I bombed a lot. So that first impression, well, won't leave a lot of people's minds. Right. It, it's going to take a lot for me to try to change somebody's mind about my comedy and how much better I've gotten. It doesn't matter if I kill now. They're always going to remember that first time they saw me. Uh, uh, that works. <clears throat> but also progress is progress. And like you just keep going forward and stuff. Oh yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing you got to do. You got to uh, keep going forward, and you can't focus on those people. Yeah. But what if they're always there? What if you see them every day and they keep treating you like the first time they saw you? That's a tough thing. Uh, you avoid those people. You don't talk to those people. You don't engage with those people. Like you're there to like do your craft. Yeah. And like focus only on your craft. Just bullshit in the world all everywhere. And stuff. So, for me personally, like when I'm in those situations, I just ignore the fuck out of that shit because I don't have time to even fucking think about it. I'm here to do what I'm here to do. So I'm doing that now that I'm almost thirty. <clears throat> I'm starting to do that now. I'm starting not to care about what people think wow. about uh, what they say about me about anything that happened before, like uh, a year ago or whatever, just in the past. And I feel better now. As an adult, I feel wiser. I feel like I, I have more of a. I feel like I don't give a fuck more. Oh, and that's good. Oh, but, that's fun. That's that's a lot of fun. But I have been in a position where I didn't give a fuck completely, and that went really bad. Oh, because oh. I was homeless. Oh, I was, I was. I was. Well, you have to break down to break through. That's a good point. Yeah, I like that. You have to oh. break down to break through. So I started. From the bottom was homeless. I worked but my way up. Now you're here. Started from the bottom. Now we're here. Well, uh, started from the bottom. Now my whole team here. 
I wish I knew the rest of the words. That's the only words I know. <laughs> but that's the biggest thing. Like, I'm proud of myself now because just because the social interactions haven't worked out, my personal life is so much better. Yeah. But I also attribute that to comedy because going on stage and bombing every night multiple times taught me to be resilient. Taught me just to keep going, keep trying. Okay, if it doesn't work this way, try another way. You know, like the podcast. This is what part of the reason yeah. why I do the podcast is I'm trying a different way because I'm tired of going through these bookers that don't want to book you because either you're not friends or they don't think you're funny or this or that. Like it's, And sometimes the people that get booked aren't even the funniest people. They were just in the room hanging out. They were just talking to people, being friends and stuff like that. Uh, and it sucks. It's a, it's a hard industry to figure out and to get in and to succeed in. Yeah, I feel like you have to be a people person now. Uh, but yeah, I oh, do, yeah, of course. I do miss those comics that were antisocial and didn't give a fuck and partied. Yeah. And just did their thing. Yeah, yeah. I like that. True artist. That, that's what I care about. It's like, I feel like... It's messed up to say, but I feel like I'm more of an artist than I am like a promoter or a business guy, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I like that, though. I love, because I care about the art more than I care about anything else, the money, the whatever fame, whatever, like, things that you get. It's it's all about the art. If I'm not getting better, if I'm not working at something, what's the point of really? doing it? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And I feel like I have gotten better in a lot of aspects, not just comedy. yeah. But I feel like my life, yeah, because of, because I got into comedy, I started getting better at talking to people, being in social situations, being in front of a camera, being on stage, uh, uh, being uncomfortable, getting comfortable with being uncomfortable. uncomfortable. Yes, that's the hardest thing for somebody to learn. Uh, and like I, that. <sighs> wait, isn't that called anxiety? <laughs> Your boy got lots of it. <laughs> Your boy has hell anxiety, but I, I feel like I also have a adult ADHD. Because uh, my mind is always working on multiple things at the same time. I'm just like, oh, what about this? Oh, what about that? It's 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 crazy. I don't know. I do have a lot of anxiety. I'll say that. But I feel like that couples with being in a conversation with somebody. And uh, I can't stop thinking. So I uh, can't be in the moment. Yeah. Sometimes I can't be in uh, the moment. Well, bitch, we're doing that right now. We're doing uh, that. We're, uh, we're in the moment. We're in it right now. This is, yo, yeah, yeah, but. Yeah. but no, I totally understand what you're saying. I do that a lot, too. And, uh, yeah, no, I, I get it. Yeah, it's, it's hard to be in the moment for me, but I force my, I'm forcing myself to do it and doing it more often. Yeah. And it's good. Yeah. I like it. Right. Nice. Yeah. Nice. But, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. I very rarely talk about sex. So Very uh, rarely. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Do you not uh, like sex? They're talking about sex? Um, no, no, no. I'm totally fine with it and stuff. Um, if I'm going like, to be honest, I get weirded out about sex sometimes. It depends on who's talking about it and what setting we're in. Like, I don't know. I don't get weird. Like, I don't know. Do you just so, not want to talk about it when you're in that position? I feel... Wait, wait, wait. wait what position was I in? Uh, I think it was downward dog. But... Um, <laughs> <laughs> But, um, yeah, um, no, I don't know. I just don't talk about sex regularly, and I don't know. That's just really weird. So, um, I just don't talk about it. It never crosses my mind for the most part. Uh But, like, once I hit an age of a certain age, I was like, you know what? I should reconnect with my, like, sexual energy. (laughs) So, uh, yeah. You should talk about it then. Yeah, yeah, I'm talking about it right fucking oh, now shit. it's awkward i feel awkward you feel awkward i don't feel awkward um 
I feel awkward. No, you fuck all the time. Oh, God, I wish. I could tell by that jacket. Yeah, yeah, no, no. This is the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air jacket. Ain't nobody fucking him in this jacket. I've seen it. He was fucking himself, maybe. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So what are we talking about? (laughs) We're talking about sex. Do you like sex? Yeah, with the right person. The right person? Yeah. Okay, so... I, I've had sex with strangers. You've had sex with strangers. I've never had sex with strangers. Really? Yeah. You've never had I've, a one night stand? No. Wow. I've yeah, had... I've only had three partners in my life. And they were partners before we had oh, sex. Shit. I've never... No. I've had three one night stands. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. We're on the same fucking... Oh, yeah, but yeah. they were all strangers. You though. were smart to leave. Like... Uh, they never called me back. Like, <laughs> okay, well, they were smart. Well, I needed some smart ones. I had, I had three stupid ones. <laughs> they stayed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's always the other person that's a smart one in yeah. my situation. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I was like, well, you didn't like it? <laughs> you used too much teeth. What? Like, <laughs> you ate all my sourdough. There's none left over. <laughs> I'm just going to put some butter on that. Oh my god Well I grew up in the hood Uh And I dealt with like A certain type of like Prejudice I guess Uh From being like Hispanic And I know it's hard for you being a Gay black man I don't face any of that I don't face any of that Uh Not not at all whatsoever? At all Like I'm sure it happens but I don't give a fuck See I would imagine Yeah, Yeah But um off bat, like no, I don't, I don't face any of that. There's. N- Did you have a good life growing up? It was a pretty decent life. So, really? Yeah. Okay. No, no problems or anything. No. Like, no drama. No. Oh, you're so lucky. Oh, huh? You're so lucky. There was like some drama. It wasn't like fucking. Not but my was, kind of drama. Oh, like. Your drama is your reality. So I'm saying, like, there was just no, like, drama. There's a whole story I could tell you that was dramatic. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't any drama like that. Like, What's the most uh, dramatic thing that happened? I can't tell you on, on the mic. Hold <laughs> <laughs> back. Uh, can't do that now. Yeah. No, no, no I can't do that. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Um, no, because, like, what I'm saying is my experience growing up is way different from yours. You had a yeah. good family. They loved you. They were open-minded. They taught you about acceptance. Right. With me growing up in the hood, like, I, you see crazy shit like that. All, like, you see crazy shit all the time. Uh, right. Like, I almost got stabbed by an eight-year-old once. Oh, wow. I think I, How old were you? I was, like, 12, maybe. Damn. Yeah, I was walking down to school. I was walking to school one day because I missed the bus. I always got up late. Eight-year-old said, I woke up and chose violence today. <laughs> So I was walking down the street and I see these three eight-year-olds walking in front of me and I was like, they should be going to school right now. What are they doing? So I'm walking towards them and then they get in front of me and they start asking me questions like, hey, what's your name? Where are you from? This and that. And I was like, you got a phone? And I was like, my fucking ignorant dumbass. I was like, yeah, I got a phone right here. And they're like, let me see it. So I hand it to them, right? You got jacked by an eight-year-old game? No, don't, don't get ahead of me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I feel like this whole podcast. Uh, you like the cabbage you. patch kids? Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> like, what happened? So, uh, I after the dude grabbed my phone, he was messing with it, and I was like, "Okay, give it back now." And he was like, "What are you talking about? This is my phone now." 
I was like, what? I was you like, let an eight-year-old punk you at 12? I was like, what? What are you talking about? Give me my phone back. And all, all of a sudden, I hear, oh, shit. There's a knife. And he pulls it out on me. And he puts it right here. So I'm, I'm so confused by, like, all of this. This is the hood, baby, okay? Don't, you don't need to be confused. Just listen. So he has a knife on my chest. He was like, what you going to do about it? And at that moment, I'm just like, I can't do it. Am I really going to get stabbed by an eight-year-old right now? Like, what's going on? So I'm just like, nah, man, it's all cool. Can I just get my phone back? I got to go to school. So he's like, all right, punk-ass bitch. Hands me my phone, and I just walk the fuck off and go to school. Joe. That's a great story. <laughs> Is it? No. It's um, a terrible story. That's a horrible story. You got like, a gang of eight-year-olds. Almost like, with the knife. They pulled out a knife on me. Joe. Yeah, I'm getting, these, I'm getting punked by these eight-year-olds. Were they like taller, bigger, wider than They're you? They're about the same height. About the same height? They're all black. Uh, okay. That makes sense. That makes a difference. <laughs> it doesn't fucking make a difference at all, Joe. Like, don't let no eight-year-old jack you. Uh, he didn't jack me. Yeah. I got the phone back. Yeah. Okay. They punked me. Yeah, they did punk you. I just um, envisioned that Debo moment. Uh-huh. When he took the bike and, like, the guy, like he was like, it could be, like, our bike. <laughs> I like this dude's chain. Yeah. It's like, it's mine, oh, yeah. But, like, yeah, that was, but what do you do when somebody has a knife on you? I always have a knife on me. So uh, No, no, no. Uh, somebody uh, has their knife on uh, you. They, what do you do in that situation? They would have to catch me off guard. Um I was cut off yeah. guard. And also, I did martial arts for 20 years growing up. Oh, really? What stuff. kind? Yeah, um, Taekwondo. I did two for a year. I was a white belt. Uh, no, so a couple you, months, three uh, months. Okay, I was say, for two years, you were a white belt? Like, that's the easiest one. They give you that one. I was like, <laughs> it was three months in, and then I had the uh, blue stripe. Yeah. And so, hey, I got a belt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Well, I kicked the board and <laughs> right. I kicked the board and the instructor bent it. Okay, right. oh, yeah. I've done that. Dad's like, I paid my fifty dollars, bend the board for him. <laughs> kick it, kick it, Joey. <laughs> no, but yeah, man, I used to do that shit. It was about so twenty years. What belt were you? Um, I got the red belt. Red belt. Yeah, yeah, and then I got disinterested because <laughs> I went to college. How um, was your kicks? Oh, my kicks are still perfect till this fucking day. Really? Oh yes. Oh yes. <laughs> I gotta see. Um, this. quick hands. Oh, bitch, I was a beast. True story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I gotta see this. Yeah, yeah. I'll nah, show you. Because my dumbass was a huge wrestling fan in middle school. Yeah. And this one time, I was like messing around with this. Like, I was like play fighting with this dude. And then all of a sudden, like, I wrap my leg around his neck, and we do, I do, like, a crucifix or something. Then yeah. afterwards, people were like, oh, you're the guy that wrestles when he fights, aren't you? And I was like, what the fuck does that mean? And I was like, it was weird. And I remember one day, I went to, uh, what was it? I was on the bus, and I was talking to this dude, which I hated so much. His name was Gustavo. He wore highlights, uh, yeah, gold too, highlights. Though. And he was just, big. I don't know. Maybe I didn't like him for some reason. But like, he had stupid hair. He had stupid hair. That's that's oh. that's, that's, that's that's when you want to hate somebody. Oh, it's all it about the hair. That's why I'm hair. bald. Yes. Oh. Nobody hates a bald man. No one hates a bald man. Well, a certain unless color. he has a receding hairline. Bald? Oh, is that it? Yeah, no. It's a receding hairline. That's it. Yeah, no. Yeah, if you're completely bald, everyone uh-huh. loves you. But if you have a receding hairline and you didn't let go of the sides. 
fuck you. No one loves you. Okay, so let me ask this. Uh, when they have the receding hairline and yeah. they the have George Jefferson. The George Jefferson. Yes. Yes or no? Yes. But, you oh, oh you're asking me if I have the George no, Jefferson? No, no, no. Is it bad? Is it good to have? Or would you just not do it? Who, me? Yeah. Like me do the George Jefferson. Yeah. I've done it. I did it. Fucking pandemic. I mean, you went George Jefferson. Uh, hell the yeah. <laughs> and then I, then I add the patch to the back. Do you remember that? Oh, that's yeah, right. right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hell yeah. I was, I was growing. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah, yeah. And then I dyed it like blonde and stuck a feather in it. I remember yeah. I went into the secret after I like shaved it. And um, Stephen was there. And I walked in and like he looked at me. And he let me get all the way by. And like he looked again. And he said, is that a feather in your hair? I said, yeah. And he goes, oh, okay. (laughs) 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 All right. (laughs) I get it. He he cracks me up because we've had several funny moments. I'll tell you about another one. Um, I was going through a breakup and stuff. And this is right at the beginning of like COVID. And like <laughs> I walk in and I'm all like crying and sad and <laughs> and he's like, Bertie, are you okay? Are you okay, Bertie? I was like, Yeah, I'm fine. I'm just going through a breakup and blah blah blah. And I, I like lean in to be like, Oh hungry. he was like, COVID. <laughs> <laughs> COVID. Yeah. COVID. He's like, Bertie, you're fine, like take a moment and stuff. But don't 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 hug me. There's COVID going on. It's a good excuse. Yeah, 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 a really yeah, good yeah, excuse. Yeah, right yeah. And this was at the beginning too. This is at the beginning of it, and I'm just like, <laughs> and he's like, oh, I feel bad, but um, COVID not that bad. Yeah, yeah. I'm not. I don't feel bad enough to get COVID, you know. So, but um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's hilarious. Like he cracks yeah. me up all the time. I love Stephen. Yeah. Shout out Stephen. Yeah, Stephen Brandau. You're the best man. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh man, that was great. I think uh, I think that's a good stopping point. Yeah. I feel like we've been we've done a lot. Chit chatting long enough. That was really good, actually. Yeah, uh, I enjoyed that. Yeah. That was fun. That was so much better than the other one. Like oh, I, they don't know. <laughs> I said, you know, uh, no. <laughs> oh, not that one. <laughs> okay, what is it? We, this we, is gonna be edited. Okay, out. so like I did with Drew, I, I, I recorded the one. the first part and then I did the second part. I posted both of them because Drew. I talked to Drew and I told him, okay, both of these are funny. We did an episode before this. Not good. At all. It's terrible. Fucking awful. It was so stupid. <laughs> Why am I talking like I'm your co-host? <laughs> it's been a minute with Joe Navarro. And Bird. And. Hey. hey. No, but this was uh, good. Yeah, this was really good. This was awesome. Yeah, man. yeah. I enjoyed it. I appreciate you being on the podcast. Yeah, finally. I appreciate you having me. It's been a minute. It's been a minute. Uh, is there any social media, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter? Uh, I don't want nobody to follow me. Uh-uh. Okay, do not follow yeah, Bertie. Do not. Unless you already follow me, then we're friends. Yes. But, uh, yeah, no. Okay, well, uh, you know me. You can always catch me at The Joe Cassidy. That's T-H-E-J-O-E-C-O-S-I-T-Y. Uh, I do have a show coming up. Uh, I'm producing it with uh, Dirty Bayou Comedy, and it's called uh, Chill Bruh. It's a really funny comedy show. It's no holds barred. We talk about anything and everything. Uh, I'm trying to bring alt comedy back to what it was. But it's going to be a really fun show. We got uh, Nathaniel Amador, Antonio Aguilar, Corliss DeLauren, Tremaine Mahoney, 
and uh, Danny Guerrero doing a guest spot. So April 2nd at PJ's at 614 West Gray. And uh, it'll be at 8 p.m. April 2nd. April 2nd. Remember that. All right. But uh, I love always love talking to you. Like, I love talking to you too, dude. I know you're you've always been one of my favorite people. Likewise, one of my favorite people we too. Always vibe. Yeah. Uh, we always have a good time. We always do. And uh, I, I appreciate you being on this. Uh, I appreciate you having me. Thank you so, so much. And uh it's been a minute. It's been a minute. 